can you tell me what you guys ate for breakfast? Uh, just a coffee for me. <laughs> oh, for me it was uh, oat flakes with uh, berries and uh, I used also some yogurt. Welcome to Music on Your Own Terms, the podcast that aims to help musicians develop an entrepreneurial mindset through interviews, as well as discussing resources, concepts, successes, and more. Providing a platform to talk about negative emotions such as anxiety and depression in order to help overcome them in the context of music and reduce the social stigma. This is episode 72. Sponsored by the Skinny Armadillo Printing Company in Fort Worth, Texas, offering screen printing, embroidery, laser engraving, and a range of other services. Go to theskinnyarmadillo.com I'd really to learn how they can help you, you get your merch business to the next level. Because that really helps the podcast get in front of more people just like you who want to learn from the successes, strategies, and failures of artists and entrepreneurs that I talk to. I really feel that the information coming from those guests is exceedingly valuable for the musicians community and anyone wanting to pick up tips from other people's experiences. Joining me for this episode are Mike and Tim, vocalist and guitarist respectively, from the Greek band Aeon. The guys discuss the origins of the band, the concepts behind their music, and how the pandemic has affected their writing process. We also discuss the mindset around the band and extended crew, enjoying life, and why the guys are looking for a record deal in today's DIY climate. Take a listen, and I hope Mike's infectious personality will make you smile as much as I did editing this episode. For this episode, I want to read some quotes from George Orwell's 1984. As you'll hear in the episode, Ian think very highly of this book, And I think it is a text that, from a philosophical standpoint, is especially important today. Pay attention to the words, give them some headspace, and let me know your thoughts. And if all others accepted the lie which the party imposed, if all records told the same tale, then the lie passed into history and became truth. Who controls the past, ran the party slogan, controls the future. Who controls the present? controls the past. There was truth and there was untruth, and if you clung to the truth even against the whole world, you were not mad. Not merely the validity of experience, but the very existence of external reality was tacitly denied by the philosophy. The heresy of heresies was common sense. We know that no one ever seizes power with the intention of relinquishing it Power is in tearing human minds to pieces and putting them together again in new shapes of our own choosing. There will be no curiosity, no enjoyment of the process of life. All competing pleasures will be destroyed. But always, do not forget this, Winston. Always there will be the intoxication of power, constantly increasing and constantly growing subtler. Always, at every moment, there will be the thrill of victory, the sensation of trampling on an enemy who is helpless. If you want a picture of the future, imagine a boot stamping on a human face, forever. War is a way of shattering to pieces or pouring into the stratosphere, or sinking into the depths of the sea. 
materials which might otherwise be used to make the masses too comfortable, and hence in the long run too intelligent. The object of waging a war is always to be in a better position in which to wage another war. 1984 by George Orwell, published in 1949. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today I'm joined by Tim and Mike from the band Ayan. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. Thank you for asking. Too much hot here in Greece, but okay, you can have it. <laughs> Hello, Simon. We're doing very good. Awesome. We're happy. What's the temperature there? Uh, 40 degrees and uh, it's uh, really sunny, really hot. And, uh, you know, it's perfect weather for beers. Absolutely. And uh, hanging out. Cool. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, so let's uh, just dig into the, um, you know, the band. Um what does the band name mean? Uh, it actually is uh, from a Japanese word and it means uh, eternity. Uh, a friend of mm -hmm. ours uh, suggested back in the days and we really liked it, so we kept the name. Um, yeah. It means a lot for us uh, because of that friend also, because uh, he's not here in this world at this time. Mm. And uh, um, it was uh, because it means eternal, eternity, and um, it was really a nice, um, you know, name, and it gave uh, uh, an aspect in the whole in the whole music that we're doing. So we hope Ayn to be forever, and you guys listen to Ayn's music for awesome. many years to come. Um, yeah, so let's uh, dig into the sound. Um... You know, you describe yourselves as modern metal. Um, dating myself, I think. I mean, I I was listening to like Lost in the Silence, and I heard a little bit of. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember the Swedish industrial band Misery Loves Company, mm -hmm. but I, I caught a bit of that. Maybe Ministry Prong. It's got that kind of hard edged, almost industrial kind of sound to it. In, in I mean, at least from my perspective, but. I mean, how how would you describe it? Okay, it's look, it's it's hard to describe our music, but I think the best fit would be the modern uh, metal sound. Uh, there are so many influences mm. from the American scene and the European scene. So yeah, uh, I mean, each guy, you know, the band listens to different uh, metal uh, and and not only metal, you know, uh, even fusion, jazz, rock, uh, maybe pop. I listen to yeah. Paul. I'm that guy. He's a bad influence, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I in music. Uh, I, I prefer to say that, you know, like I in music. We listen to many kinds, as Tim said, and many, many genres, as Tim said. So every time we, we, we try to write a song or have a riff, uh, we just, uh, you know, it comes out in a way naturally. Of course, we have influences. Uh, mostly, as you said, from the Swedish uh, metal, mm. of course, it, it influenced uh, the band a lot. Uh, even uh, mm -hmm. in the 2000 or 1990s, uh, you know, scene. Mm -hmm. So we take all these things and we mix in a way. Sure. You know, it was uh, that period. We, we listened to that music. Uh, I mean, uh, you, you remember Halloween, uh, Nevermore. Uh, yeah, you know, love Nevermore. Be too, man. And, uh, you know, and then the new uh, kind of new metal came, so we like that also. Mm -hmm. 
we like Madonna also. So. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I think it's important. Uh, you know, we musicians we don't like to categorize ourselves. You know, we got a lot of um, influences, and it's kind of difficult for us to, um, you know, because we're so close to the music. It's like, oh, how do we compartmentalize it? But today, you know, with streaming and with you know Google Home and, and Alexa, I think it's really important to kind of, you know, it, even if you have to ask other people to to really get your kind of sound um described so that when you're filling out your sheets for for your um you know releases you know you have something to put in there and you're not just scratching your head saying uh what do we sound like just so you can get you know fans coming from and and you know the uh the actual algorithm needs to know you know who to suggest it to so i think it's kind mm. of important to have that that mindset of like how do we ca- even though it's not something we've done traditionally, you know, just start doing it, yeah. I guess. But so, yeah, let's, um, where did the band come from? And, you know, where did you start? How did you start? We were working uh, in a street when we were 16 and I started shouting like a madman. <laughs> and Tim then said, let's make a band. I said, okay, I can do that. I can, I can yell, I can shout. Okay, let's start doing that. Tim also was uh, in the way of playing guitar the first year. So... <laughs> We said to each other, let's try it. And uh, mm-hmm. we started uh, making the band. Uh, we found uh, the rest of the people to join us, uh, good friends. All of them were good friends, despite the fact that we changed uh, some members. Mm-hmm. And uh, AIM came to life um, in 2008. Cool. It was just an instant, uh, you know, kind of, let's make a band. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Um, so, and you've released three albums now, is that, is that right? Uh, yeah, actually it's, um, it's three albums, three albums and uh, one EP. Okay. Um, yeah. In the beginning of 2009, our first album was Vacant Expressions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just a kind of, uh, experiment with the sounds and, uh, we were really proud of this record because it was like out of nothing. Sure. Just a bunch of ideas that uh, we compose and uh, with the help with uh, the studio, uh, we released this record. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the second one was the Klozu. Uh, it was a bit more to our uh, preferred music t- taste, let's say. Uh, and then we started making some live shows and we see that uh, we were like, um, you know, people liked our music. Mm-hmm. So we continue to making more music. To be honest, I like myself on stage and having the guys, you know, on the left and the right. And uh, it was uh, so much energy. Mm-hmm. And we like that. Because, you know, uh, writing in the studio, it's really nice. Yes, it's really, really nice. Uh, you, you have arguments, you <laughs> have tense, and that's nice. Uh, but when you perform live, it's uh, much, much better. When your your music is uh, live, it's yeah. you know it's it's there. It's it's at that time. It's, it has a vibe, you know. That it's like, amazing. You connect it with the people. For sure, it's, uh, it's a really strong vibe. And women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but you know. So yeah, so you you definitely um so you class yourself as a, a more of a live band than a studio band. So how has the lockdown affected you? Ah. Uh, Oh, a lot, a lot. Uh, we had a mini tour in plans. We had uh, three um, festivals uh, in the Balkans. Uh, we were in the uh, in the discussions of doing that. 
uh, we were planning also uh, with our management, one woman company, mm -hmm. uh, to do, um, if everything was uh, smooth, of course, uh, to um, a tour um, through autumn. Uh, but, you know, everything uh, come yeah. the opposite way. Yeah. So everything went south and... So it affected us a lot. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, especially our drummer. He just called me this this morning. It was like, not good morning, not nothing. She was like, he was like, man, I want to go live. I want to do it now. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, relax, man. Until 2021, right. sit at your place. Absolutely. Does he, um, yeah. does he have a, um, a practice space that he can drum in? Or is he limited? Yeah, yeah. He does... Because I, I he does actually, yeah, he he actually has a home studio okay. with the drums, and we usually do the uh, pre-recordings there. Mm -hmm. So yeah, to to get an idea for the songs and all the stuff. That's great. And he's lucky because he can uh, practice. Mm -hmm. You know, he can make new songs, ideas, and all the stuff. We get we can get the advantage of him and use his space. <laughs> That's good. So. You know, because he's uh, in a in a touristic area mm -hmm. um, in Peloponnese, so it's a really nice area. And uh, the studio is right when you go out of the door of the studio. There is the sea oh, nice. and the mountains around. And uh, we agreed that uh, this September, because of the lockdown, he has no other chance than to have us there and make new music. <laughs> So excellent. Yeah, I was just yeah. gonna say it's difficult for for drummers specifically because you know space and and noise and whatnot to to like practice. Whereas for you know guitarists and singers, we we're kind of it's a little easier than on us. But as far as the lockdown, have you found any other benefits from it? Like, are there, are there any things that you have been able to do um, while you've been kind of not been able to play live? Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, in the meantime of those lockdown and we, uh, we found this as a chance that we uh, video shoot our uh, first video clip. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we worked on that and we released um, our first actually video clip uh, for the new album. In With our game. faces. Yeah, with our face because with our beautiful the, faces. Yeah, because yeah. the last two of them were like lyric videos. So okay, um, and we we've been working on uh, new stuff um, and uh, promoting uh, uh, via Facebook and all this uh, uh, social media uh, band actually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So well, and, and our management, of course, uh, they took advantage of this uh, period. And they helped us a lot, and uh, they did two campaigns uh, for the new album. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot, of pro there was a lot of promotion in the background, and uh, it went well. It went good, and thank you, <coughs> and uh, <laughs> thank you, yeah. Um, so yeah, we 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 also uh, started writing uh, some ideas, some new ideas. Mm -hmm. um, we have something in our mind, but. We're gonna tell you that next time. Okay. You will be the first. Awesome. Okay. So, what is your writing process like? I mean, ha has lockdown changed the way you've written, or has it pretty much been the same way? Uh, Mike, has it changed? <laughs> For me, it's the same. No. I'm just walking because I like walking. I like hiking. There's a mountain here. Okay. So every time I go there, uh, I start, you know, uh, because you know when you walk, the oxygen, you Absolutely. know, it goes through your body. 
So my brain is like, okay, I'm gonna sing like a madman in the street. I don't care who's gonna, uh, you know, hear me. So this is one way. And uh, the other way is the team, you know, he's playing, 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 playing. He's producing noises all the time. Mm -hmm. yeah. Good noises. Right. And it's uh, the same in a way. Uh, of course, it changed our, how can I say that? Our, you know, all that lockdown was really difficult for everybody, I think. Mm. Uh, not exactly difficult, weird, because we never experienced that. None of us. We're all in the same situation. Mm -hmm. So I think it's more dark, um, the material. Okay. To be honest. Awesome. Do you, do you ever like just jam, jam ideas in the, in the practice room together and come up with something brand new? Or is it always having some vocal, you know, vocal ideas, some guitar ideas, bringing those to the studio and then working on those? Like, how, yeah, how does it work? Pretty, pretty, yeah, pretty much the second. Okay. I mean, uh, because you don't have now the luxury to uh, get to the studio all together. Right. So we gather our ideas, uh, vocals, anything, and we start working on what we like and maybe some changes and, you know, uh, mostly the composition part on all this stuff. And uh, then our great drummer comes in the room and he wants to change everything <laughs> in a good way, of course. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> we're like, you know, composing all together mostly, but we start from an idea. Awesome. We start from an idea. Um, yeah. So what I read on your bio is that you're, look, is that you're actively looking for a record deal. Is that correct? Yes, that would be very, very, very welcome so, and interesting. So playing devil's advocate in, in today's world where DIY, you know, being a DIY band is very um, the, the thing to do. Like, what's your perspective on why you would want a record deal, you know, in today's kind of DIY climate? I think mostly it's because uh, people uh, notice you uh, when you have a, a record deal, you know, mm -hmm. instead of the DIY, it's... Um, it's more easy to to get uh, uh, attention mm -hmm. from uh, everybody, you'd say. Uh, but uh, the, yeah, the reality is that uh, I think now it's like only the label, and um, if you if you're not good, uh, you don't get anywhere. You know. So this is why I try to not try. We like to to grow ourselves in live shows because I think it's uh, when you see a live band. Uh, you connected more with the band mm. rather than the. We all know the technology is great stuff, and you can do many many things. But we like to be like uh, true, you know, uh, things that we get in the studio that they can be played live. Sure, you know, actually, yeah. So would you say, um, like for 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 me on the American side, a lot of the, um, you know, a lot of the culture and the and the the scene is definitely geared towards the DIY scene. Do you think that the metal scene in Europe and especially the, the smaller metal labels have um, kind of pivoted their business to this new music industry with streaming? Do you think they've kind of, uh, they lend themselves well to more traditional album signed bands, um, you know, that we've seen, you know, historically, do you think, do you think they've kind of, Tw you know, made their business model to 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 help bands the kind of, same kind of way, but a different way. If that makes sense. I think it, I yeah yeah uh, I think it's uh, in a way in a different way. Uh, labels uh, at this time, uh, last years, 
Uh, I think that it's not the traditional labels that we usually uh, used to have. Uh, there's no, there's no more these big record deals. Mm. Uh, I think that it's a vessel in a way to help uh, the band or uh, suggest things that we might never thought. Um, of course, they use uh, a lot the social media and the streaming uh, mm. apps, as uh, you said. But um, you know, it's it's, it's kind of uh, a good uh, thing to have all. To have a good management, mm -hmm. to have a record uh, deal, not a, not, a, not a big record deal, a small um, a label, but usually the small labels, uh, especially the Swedish one or you know Scandinavian label, mm -hmm. they usually pay attention in the bands because they're most of uh, they're most they're most fans, they're fans of metal music, and they you know they they, they appreciate uh, the bands that they're doing uh, this on their own. Yeah, and uh, mm. so uh, it's it's nice to have them also uh, in the in the program and schedule, <laughs> uh, but it's not our first priority. We prefer uh, to play music, to compose music. Uh, we're influenced uh, by many things of uh, everyday life and everyday global situation. Uh, so that we want to start with music, pay uh, attention on that part and not lose it on the way. Right. Because, uh, you know, first of all, uh, it's all about music and metal music. Right. You know? Absolutely. Um, yeah, so how have you um, been building your audience? Uh, mostly the, the live shows, but now it's, it's like uh, we try to do this from the social uh, media. And word, uh, word by word, I, mean, I think this, this works uh, better in uh, some circumstances. Mm-hmm. In the last record actually happened something interesting. Uh, we met many people uh, on the, you know, during uh, that time and we uh, got a team, our sound engineer, our lightning, uh, our light, uh, you know, um, guy. Mm -hmm. um, many of our friends who are musicians also and help create bands, local bands, they helped in this record. Uh, so, you know, being open and, uh, you know, uh, being, uh, you know, free, uh, to influences and, you know, people, when you share things mm -hmm. and, uh, that thing helped us a lot because many, many people, uh, heard the name of AM mm -hmm. and, uh, we try also, you know, to make a good, uh, uh to have, uh, guests, uh, in a record, we have two guests in this record. Cool. Also, also the guy of Lassies who did the pro the, the production, production of the album. Uh, he's our sound engineer, also for live shows, and uh, he's a really good friend. Nice. Uh, so it helped uh, us a lot uh, by thinking out of the box and uh, let people, pe you know, people trusted our music. So it was really nice that we did something all together. Awesome. Uh, this record especially was not only A and there were many people involved. Mm. There were a lot of people helped this uh, this record and uh, and also helped A and to you know have more people yeah, to, to come into our music. So awesome. Um, yeah. So let's dig back. Um, you know through history. 
um, how did you guys get into music? You know, what what was your first influence in getting into music in the first place? And then why, you know, why did you decide to get into your respective instruments? Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't remember actually how it started, you know. <laughs> I remember. I was a big fan of Blind Guardian. Okay. I liked uh, really much uh, his uh, vocals. I liked very much. And also my band of my childhood is, uh, I don't know if you know it, it's Morgana Le Fay. You know Morgana Le Fay, right? Mm, no, I don't think I Okay. Do. Uh, That's a I band. It's a Swedish band. And uh, he was singing, singing in that kind of demonic way. And also in the same time, he has that soft, sentimental lyrics, uh, vocal lines. Yep. And I was like, oh, uh, I was like, I was like, okay, I, w- I want to do that. Mm. I'm, 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 in a way the same uh, weird guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, can you can you um write that down and send it to me so I can check it out? Of course, I can do that. You're yeah. gonna be amazed. Yeah. You're really nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I had a friend from. Uh, he came from US. I was like in high school, yeah. and uh, he had a party. So he played, you know, marching. And I was uh, like, I, I went crazy and I was starting uh, air guitar without knowing what was air guitar. Right. So I started listening to this music and then I discovered the band Sabotage. Okay. You might. Yep. Yeah. I know Sabotage. Uh, so I, yeah, I was like, wow, I should, uh, I should do this stuff, you know? So my, my um, favorite guitar is Chris Oliver mm-hmm. and yeah. So that's kind of how I started playing music and all stuff. And then I met this guy and I, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, you know the rest. Absolutely. Cool. Um, all right. So what I like to do in the interview is, is some, uh, what I call the, uh, the non quick fire question round. So what significant negative experiences have you overcome and what did it teach you? Okay, uh, I, can I start with that? Absolutely. Yes, hi. not only music, uh, in general, right? Yeah, anything you want to answer about. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I ha- um, my whole aspect in life uh, changed uh, many years ago when I had to deal with some uh, really serious uh, health issues. Uh, actually, some of that uh, things came while we were recording. Mm-hmm. And uh, at, at that time, I realized that um, people, you only live once. You should do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. You should listen to yourselves, um, express yourselves, the most important thing. So because it was a really difficult period uh, for me and also for the band because we couldn't do anything, um, it gave me a big lesson of how we should wake up in the morning mm-hmm. and how we should... Uh, look to the world uh, we should be polite we should be happy for what we have and not uh, consider that everything is granted and love each other and the people around us and first of all ourselves it was a big lesson it made me realize uh, lots of stuff that uh, it can happen suddenly and to not having the opportunity to do the things you love you like so it was a uh, big lesson and it it was in a, a journey it was the life's journey that we say mm. um, in music sorry I'm gonna say that one I'm gonna finish uh, the most uh, traumatic experience was that uh, we record the sickening EP 
and I didn't have any lyrics when we were in the studio. Oh. And I was like, oh no. I had the ideas, of course. You know, I, I knew for, for what I wanted to talk about. And the guys, of course, they were agreed in that. But I didn't have any lyrics and I didn't tell them. And from that time, it was like, that will never happen again <laughs> because there were a lot of money. <laughs> and I was, uh, you know, eating the time, the recording time. <laughs> so it was a really nice lesson also. Absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing yeah. both those. Yeah. I was lazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that uh, if, if you get like something like an accident or something, then you start to reevaluate life mm-hmm. and uh, see that um, you need to do stuff and stuff that uh, you like, really like, and uh, with people you like, and uh, uh, just just live uh, the best you can. Uh, I mean, uh, there's no time for uh, for hates, for arguments. All this is for me. Uh, it's Excuse me, but it's, it's bullshit. Mm. Um, yeah, so, so I see too, too many, um, how's, how's the word, uh, anger, you know, mm. on society. And I see why. I mean, there's no, there's no point in that. Because I had this accident, this, this car accident, and I realized that, you know what, you really live once. Mm-hmm. So you need to do what you like and uh, be with people you like and all this stuff. And there's no point in uh, having uh, so much hatred and all this. Uh, I don't know why people do it. Do it. I don't know. Uh, and then I focus uh, writing music with the guys and having a good time. Uh, of course, we had our, our small fights, you know, but uh, it all came to be like a really uh, great experience for me. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. I'm flipping the question around. What major positive experience has given you the encouragement to continue on this journey? Oh, okay, I know that. That's the easy. That's the easy one. Uh, it, this was, I think, from from a live show that uh, a friend of ours in Aquino City, uh, before we played at the at the um, at the stage, uh, he was um, playing our music through uh, web radio uh, station and all this stuff. And we went there, we were a bit anxious, you know, uh, and we start playing and we see that people start singing our songs. Wow. One, 100 and, people. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Said, wow. That's interesting. That's great. And they were doing yep. most, most beats. Yep. And yeah. the guy was in the center. It was like, there was a song, it's called Insanity. Mm-hmm. It's Insanity, the song, <laughs> of course. And he was like, Insanity! <laughs> and he started doing a most bit of his own. He's a really big guy like me. And he was like, ah. Well, that was like, oh wow, yeah, insanity. Our song is doing that to people. Okay, Jeez. let's do more. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it was really nice. It was a really nice feeling. Cool. And then uh, the final question is, what does music mean to you? For me, everything. Oh yeah. If I didn't have music, or because I'm not a professional musician, I like music because I like to express myself, and it's the way I found. Through through life, mm-hmm. and because I was a huge metal fan, I'm still are, I'm still am, I am a huge metal fan. Yeah, sorry for that English uh, mm-hmm. word. Um, so it's everything. Um, you can express yourself. You can get rid of that anger. You can talk about stuff. You can yeah. uh, feel after every rehearsal, after every live show. You feel relaxed. You feel good with you because you're doing something that you like. And when people uh, also um, 
get even slight of your energy and your music is uh, great for me. It's a great feeling for all the band, I think, because every time we do a show and uh, it's like people are having fun, we're having fun, we're, we're having fun on stage, of course, because yeah. we move all the time and we're like, okay, let's do our exercise with music. It's, only, it's the only time that we exercise. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, and it, it gives a lot to us. Yeah, and the, and the thing is that you have a good time uh, and you also um, deliver a message to the people that they, even though they have a good time, they are skeptical about it. I mean, uh, if you read uh, most of the um, songs, the lyrics, uh, it's all like um, everyday people mind what's, what's going on in their heads with all the stuff that's going on in the, in the society. Even the darkest. And, and you get like, uh, think about that. Uh, so you may put yourself in this situation, or maybe you lived it some, some, somehow. I mean, uh, and this is this is nice that I see people that they read the lyrics and they say, yeah, okay, I I, I had this once in my, in my life. I mean, I've been through that, you know. Mm. Yeah. So so it's really nice, and you get more connected, uh, I think, with them, and they with you again, vice versa. We have, of course, a happy moment, like seize the day, like there's no tomorrow, okay. lead you away, and overcome your fears, don't follow. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. Do, do you have, <laughs> actually, one thing I didn't ask is, do you have a, um, do, do your albums have uh, concepts, or are they fairly loose in, in terms of their thread? Mm. The last, the <clears throat> last uh, album, uh, yeah. Uh, actually, actually, yeah, yeah, I think. No, you go ahead. You you read. No, no, no. I want to be you write the most of the I'm lyrics. You know, um, most of the album has a basic idea behind that. Um, vegan expressions uh, was a little uh, more dark, dark feelings, dark thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, it was that period I was uh, telling you about. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So lyrically, it came out like this. Also, the music was uh, dark and crazy, kind of. Um, Closure uh, was uh, also um, um, about how we feel, how Tim expressed it a little a few moments ago. Uh, it was a mixture and uh, of uh, feelings and how we see the world that it's getting uh, more. In my opinion, weird. Mm-hmm. When I'm saying weird, they control every step that we make. Right. Yeah. They control, not exactly control. They want to be, um, you know, influence. They want to be in control. Influence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They influence people mm-hmm. lots, and they do not allow free thinking. People think that they, you know, think really, but consuming. And be happy because of consuming is not my uh, way of life. Right. And uh, the last album, because all the things that happened uh, all these years, because a lot of things happened also here in Greece, there was a big economic crisis. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of things things changed. Um, our lives changed. Our friends um, had really difficult time. Not only our friends, also the people in the streets. You could see it everywhere. And uh, all this uh, democracy plan that we want to help you, 
and it was actually abundance for many years to come. Mm. And um, also this period now through coronavirus, okay, yes, we we respect that that there's there will be that that there is a virus, but I think that they got advantage of that thing, and uh, lots of our uh, freedoms uh, kind of. Uh, stopped mm -hmm. in a magical way uh, the next day right and uh, then because we're fans of that uh, great book of uh, George Orwell's 1984 mm -hmm. and we're a big 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 fan of that book and the movie was really Huge nice song. also uh, the in this game album was mainly influenced uh, from that and uh, because uh, we were experiencing also live what in a way the book says Right. Mm. Um, and it was our first attempt to get a whole record and uh, make it, you know, as a concept. Mm -hmm. It was difficult, but it it turned out to be a real nice uh, result in in lyrics, music, and all that. Awesome. Tim, sorry, I talked a lot. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Don't You are the vocalist, <laughs> right? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> he learns. He learns. <laughs> That's awesome, um, yeah. So, uh, Tim, just 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 for my uh, own sorry and sorry, uh, you know, Mike about this, but uh, what's your guitar setup? Uh yeah, I usually play with a Line Six uh, pod mm -hmm. and uh, some uh, pedals, uh, just uh, Bosch Bosch delay and uh, several others uh, um, for. Um, for effects, I, I don't use much of effects, um, um, mm -hmm. honestly, because I prefer a raw sound, you know. So, yeah, I'm just a big fan of the Randall uh, amplifiers. Okay. Which model yeah. do you have? Or which models? No, I don't have it in the studio. It's too big to be here. <laughs> which model was that? For what? The, yeah. The model of the... Yeah. Uh, it's the R8 series, I think. To check that out. That was a really oh, nice no. question, man. It got you now. <laughs> you got me. You now. don't know the model of the amp you're using? Come on. I'm using different. You know, it's, yeah. it depends on the show. Do, actually, do, do, no, you, no, blend, the do you blend? Do you blend? My favorite is like uh, PV uh, 6505. Okay. This one. Yeah. And, and some of the uh, R8 series. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So. As long as it has a, a nice, um, solid sound, sure. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not used to to use too many pedals and all this stuff. Just a little delay, some uh, chorus. Awesome. Because I mentioned before that we he plays like with be, everything. Like to be uh, the sound to be more live as it can be. Sure. With no so many effects and all this stuff. In our last gig, uh, the pedal setup of the other guitar player uh, was messed up, mm. so we had to play without any pedals. And because our, our sound is like that, we didn't have any issues, you know, mm. delivering the sound as we like. So yeah. So your other guitar player is the pedal nerd. Yeah, I think I think the sound is in your fingers. Oh, one hundred percent. I'm on this mentality. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I mean, just just for for. Uh, for listeners' benefit, I mean, I, I was running um, a Boss GT Pro rack 
through a PV fifty fifty power amp for the longest time. Oh, you're both guitarists. Oh yeah, right? that's why I apologize okay. to the vocalist. Cause... See you later, boys. I'm exactly. just kidding. So <laughs> I was just kidding. I bought so I got the PRS Mark Tremonti head. Um, mm. ma- massive fan of the amp, and um, I basically had to stop using the rack because I was hearing all the digital artifacts. And now yeah. I've gone to like analog effects and like I'll I'll put them in one by one. Like, does this work? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Next one. Does this? So it's work? more solid. The analog. It's more solid. I mean, yeah, it has more power. I can't explain it uh, in words. I I will run that amp cl- like with nothing else, just because like if it doesn't work, if the pedal doesn't work with it, I'm I'm done. Like I have. So to- you get me. Man. Oh yeah, you get me. Totally. You understand me. <laughs> Such a more natural sound. Yeah. Sorry, Mike. So. Oh, that's okay. I'm get used to that conversation with guitarists when they think that the uh, voices does not exist in the band. I know. <laughs> but I, you cannot. I cannot hear you. I cannot hear you. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Turn on the volume. There's nobody else in the room. Turn on the bass player guy. I'm not listening to you. I'm not listening to myself. Let's turn off. T- let's turn on the volume. Yep. Then the drummer. I cannot hear myself. I'm going to play louder. And after that, I'm like, fuck, where am I now? <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's really fun. I like that. So, all right, cool. Um, where can people find out about the band? Where can they, uh, you know, listen to your music? We are everywhere. You could use our website, aenband.com.com. Uh, you can, uh, there's the band count, there's uh, our Instagram page that you can uh, find a really nice uh, uh, posts, mm-hmm. funny posts mainly. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> um, also in, on Spotify, you can you can find uh, there all of our albums, all of our work. So feel free and listen to Ian's music or Ian's music. I think in the US is it's Ian's right. Um. I mean, it's a, if you say it's a Japanese word, I I would pronounce it either way. Okay, that's really nice to know now. And uh, so all our digital, you know, they're all, in all digital platforms. They're in iTunes. They're everywhere. So you could visit people and learn more about AM. It will be our honor to, you know, people to listening our music and you know taking some time of their personal time to check our music. Awesome. And then at the end of the episode, I like to play a, um, a, a song from the band. So what song did you want to go with? Uh, down this road. Let's let the guitarist decide. would be down this road. Down this road. Of course, gonna be down this road. Of course, I'm very beautiful in that video. <laughs> so can you tell me a little bit about that song? Is there a, a story behind it? Yeah. There is the story of that guy that he's so influenced and so uh, chaotic or from all these messages that he's receiving of not doing it right, of not thinking well, of uh, that the free thinking is not, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not the way it should be. You should listen to others. You should give your freedom to others. And he's just walking down this road and all this uh, inner conflict is going on. And uh, through this, he finds his true self, his true self, and um, to move on mm-hmm. on his own terms. Awesome! Thank you so much.
Um, yeah. Thank you for having this us. This has been a you know really fun interview. Really good to get to know you guys. Um, stay in touch. Um, yeah, and definitely uh, continue success, and hopefully you get over to the U.S. and we can uh, meet up and and see a live show. Yeah. That would be amazing, yeah, and be for a, you guys yeah. to talk about guitars all the time. There but you go. you're gonna have first. But uh, you're gonna have first <laughs> beers with me. Yeah. And uh, then uh, I'm a big beer fan. Uh, yeah, that's good. Uh, so thank you very much for having us. Thank you very much thank for you listening Simon. to our record for giving us a. Uh, uh, this time here with you, really nice meeting you, and of course we're gonna get uh, you know gonna stay in touch. Absolutely. And if you come to Greece, and if you come to Greece, love to. You're gonna have a great time. You're gonna have a great time. Absolutely. We're gonna go everywhere. Excellent. All right, guys. Thank you so much, and uh, we'll stay in touch. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks as always for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're interested in supporting this podcast, then I'd be extremely grateful if you would. I have added a page on musiconyourownterms.com to allow you to do just that. On that page, I have added some eBay affiliate links to equipment I use on the podcast. If you buy anything from eBay with these links, then I earn a commission which really helps me continue to provide this great content to you, the listener. Stay up to date with the podcast and find out who I'll be interviewing in upcoming episodes before they air by signing up for the mailing list at musiconyourownterms.com. On the site, you'll also find show notes for every episode, some pretty cool videos to check out from various guests, and also links to their music and social media if you want to find out more. While you're there, don't forget to take a peek at the store and pick up something for your grandma. Keep pushing the needle and be excellent to each other. This is Ayan with Down This Road.